listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast, episode 34. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever it ta- time it may be in your part of the world, uh, and welcome to our 34th episode of the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. I'm Sewell Time, and I'm here as usual, with Green Stego, Romance Girl, and Sally Bug. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hello, hello. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Up oh, there's Sally Bug. For a minute, I thought we lost you. <laughs> or hoped you lost me. Yeah, we were. We, oh, you, know, you can always hope. One can always hope. Um. So in fighting in the fire teams. Yeah. Uh of course, um Green Stego, you come from a, an extensive gaming background. Am I correct on that? I've been gaming for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the first game you played, or at least the first one you really engaged in and was like, okay, I like this. Uh, probably Sonic 2. And you were playing it on a Sega product? Yes, in the Sega Genesis. Oh, yes. The Genesis. Which... I think internationally known as the Sega mm-hmm. Master System. Yeah. The... Oh, no. That was different. No? That was beep. That, that was the predecessor to the Genesis. The SMS, the Sega Master System, is what I had. And... Ooh. That was it. Was that, that their was first, the, eight, the Sega Master System? Uh, that was their the first bit offering. That was going up against NES at that time. Ooh, the Nintendo ooh, Entertainment right. System. Those were the eight bit competitors. I thought there was an. I thought there was another. Um, I thought Sega had another one before Genesis came along, but I could be wrong. No, just you know the Sega's Sega history. It was the Master Sega Master System. It Remember the, the controller system? was that little square. Controller, uh, rectangular controller right. and with, then the with the D-pad. And then the Genesis. And then Saturn. Yep. Saturn. Saturn. And then, of course, the great uh, eternal Dreamcast. Oh. Which is probably still, to this date, the, the best gaming system ever to grace... The world <laughs> with its what a, presence. What a, gold, <laughs> what a golden age! Oh yeah. Okay, so we could going? we could talk for hours about the golden age, but just to get, I just wanted to give folks a little um, uh, background. We've gotten a, a few messages saying, "Hey, why don't you uh, you know talk a little bit about who you are and uh, who you guys are and what your background is?" And of course, um. Yeah, I think three quarters of us are teachers, and so we are definitely casual Destiny players, except for in the summertime. We we have some hardcore mm-hmm. moments in the summertime, and that's about it. And that summertime Which is, is arriving quickly. It's on its way. We stand here at May oh my 5th. Gosh, I can taste it. Mm. <laughs> It's in the air. For me. In fact, it started yeah, all, all but started for Green Stego, right? It really has. 
Friday was my last day. It was oh, work congratulations. Day. I was done at 11 o'clock. I just needed to pack up my room, and there wasn't a lot to pack this year. Yeah. Didn't really, uh, <laughs> yeah, cleaning up is okay. hopefully I'm gonna, go a little I'm bit gonna have to, We're going to have to change the subject here because that's reminding me of my all the stuff I have to do over the next two weeks. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's not get stressed out. <laughs> no, we're here to uh, forget about the world. And so forgetting about this world and addressing the world of Destiny 2. Um, yeah, there is a lot that's happened, really, in the last two weeks. I know, Sally Bug, you said, oh, not a lot has happened. Maybe we could postpone. And I was like, nah, I, I actually, no, no. Let's keep up with it. No. Let's keep up with no. this. It yes. seems like a false dialogue to illustrate a point. I feel like not this a is whole a lot has happened. We dialogue. can postpone. That's I what she did, said yesterday. I actually said, should we postpone? But I never precursored that with not a lot has happened. No, you didn't precursor it. You said it afterwards. You said, um, no, time, are you I Plato? Because it, it sounds like you're using false dialogue to illustrate a point. Yeah, that's like it's very platonic. Yes, artistic <laughs> slash journalistic license, where as you're like <laughs> recalling an interview, you can just like add in words that they said to help illustrate their point. Yeah, it's called cherry. The picking. only reason I had recommended postponing is because you hadn't uploaded our last show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, the Whoa. truth comes out. So, hey, look, so we're going to call me dialogues and dirty laundry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this... Passive <laughs> aggressive. I think, you know what, maybe we should postpone this episode. I'm about ready to just end stream. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We decided we were going to just put... We're going to push on through. No, we have it to... Was, yeah. End of your tiredness or not. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> tired. I think we're all tired let's, this morning, aren't we? Let's go ahead and expunge this... Uh, <laughs> segue. ...from the record. Oh. <laughs> you heard it here, segue. folks. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's, let's do that. And, um, so the, speaking of expunge, speaking of expunge, rhymes with There's been two of them. Yeah. Has, has everyone in our, um, inner circle group or our, right. Our, our pair of casual destiny podcast had a chance to try both of them. Yes. Yes for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we've we've done yes them once. Although we there is we haven't run them more than once. Um. Oh man, there is a request in the chat to have minimal spoilers on the latest Splicer Quest, please. That's well, if that's doable. Is included. Um, avert well, we're just talking your about the mission in years. general on whether we've done it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but we okay. will talk about that's it. That's why Green's We're not going to spoil the. Like, yeah, what was the first one? Was the labyrinth, or are they both called the labyrinth? They're just different. No, the first one's called labyrinth. Okay, that's the. Um, and they both start sticks. kind of the same way with a, the other one was called sticks. That's right, sticks. That's right. That's the right. latest sticks. one. Like so, river sticks. Um, yours. And, and yeah, it, it's an interesting little. Um, I. 
I like to have these little missions outside of the override. Yeah. I think this combined with the override makes for a happy season. But that is related to the story, right? Well. So. Yes. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's fun. We've got to unlock these secrets in order to save ourselves. So, yes, it is related to the story. We're we're trying to get out out of the endless night. I am very into this uh, Vex, you know, colorful neo-pop aesthetic love the vex network i i i am loving the aesthetic absolutely i love the aesthetic so much i think it gets a pair of casual thumbs up i think i've got that that neo-pop on like shader on everything i wear I give it three buckets of popcorn first thing i do when i get on is okay what am i gonna what what armor am i gonna wear and does it have the neopop shader on it um yeah neopop that's a whole new movement i think in video game art aesthetics right <laughs> it's new and it's old well yeah neopop a little it's, it's retro future. and in addition to the expunge missions coming out the last two weeks something else dropped what could that be exciting and fun i wonder what it was let's hear your best atheon impression oh was it the <laughs> vault of glass what? not gonna happen the vault of glass yes the vault of glass <laughs> Le Vault de Ver. Oh, Le Caveau de Ver. Yeah, they call it the we looked it up. Okay. glass caves. Localization is important on this podcast. Yes, it is. Le Caveau de Ver. For all our French listeners. Le Caveau uh, de Ver. We want to make sure they know what we're talking about. Nice. Oh, our French-speaking listeners. I know we have a few fans in Quebec. And one fan in the in the... Uh, Brittany region of France, I believe. So, yeah, that's nice. Brittany. I don't. Brittany. Yeah. I wonder, is there technology um, where you could listen to a foreign podcast and just have it translate? Like while you're listening to it? Uh, that'd be cool. I think you're talking about those like. Um, Babblefish. I mean, they're generating subtitles easier now, so mm-hmm. I can see how that would generate, that would translate to. Yeah. It's going to happen pretty rough, but. Yeah. Yeah. What, you, what you're really looking for are those, like, um, aliens from Star Trek that you can, like, put in your ear. I thought that was Men in Black. I thought that was uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I thought it was Men in Black, too. <laughs> <laughs> there is one in Hitchhiker's Guide, though. Yeah, the babblefish. Yeah, that's the babblefish. Um, We're too tired for this podcast. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. And uh, so, on. All right, let's so talk about the Vault of Glass. Vault of Glass, no, unlike we, Expunge, uh, I think only 50% of the paracasual crew here with you today has experienced Vault of Glass, the new Vault of Glass. But the everybody's experienced the original, right? Sega and yeah. Romance Girl have not gone in yet. 
No, no. not yet. Not yet. Oh, well, we need to... We need to remedy that yeah. this weekend. Maybe well, Sunday. Like a harrowing journey. Harrowing. Maybe Sunday. Um, Maybe. Poss- possibly Sunday, depending on what time we finish up with stuff. Um, it. It. I, yeah. I will just say, uh, you're in for a treat. It's good fun. The the update is appropriate, and I think they hit it out of the park for a reissued raid. Honestly. Sallybug, what's your take? Yeah, it, it doesn't disappoint. Like, there was just, a, there's enough of the old raid that you're not disappointed in the nostalgia piece of it. It's like, oh, why would they have taken that out type of thing? But also new enough to provide that challenge, right? It's not 100% like, and they did, and it's not just that they added like annoying yellow bar wyverns, right? They, they added enough spoilers. differences Hello. without doing spoilers. Oh my gosh. Obviously, there were going to be wyverns in it. That, that's not a spoiler. Well, okay. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> oh, um, I don't think this is a spoiler. Atheon is in it still. Yeah. And um, and the Templar. So yeah, all the old all favorites are back. Are back. Fun. All the faves are back with all your twists. faves are back. Now, some people were there's a little a, disappointed that it twists. wasn't wrapped. Wasn't wrapped in the storyline. Hmm. Yeah. Did that bother you? Yeah, that it just kind of dropped. It it yeah, sort of does because look, it's a vex. It's a it's a vex raid. I mean, honestly, just needed to do one dialogue, right? Okay. Yeah. Like Let's, just can I just say this? If I'm looking for to connect the two. If I'm looking for something to complain about in the game, there's so many bigger fish to fry than Trying to connect the vaulted glass with the storyline. They don't even with these kinds of things. It's harder to line up with the story, um, because they don't know when it's going to actually be done and ready to drop. I mean, right? I never felt like out of the world. For me, it's just like yeah, it felt. It just feels like you could have easily just Mithrax said. Go into the vault of glass, but you I'm can't with the way the timelines are set up. Like that's not like a phone call you can just make. Those things need to be set up. Right, right. I hear you. I hear you. Um. I, yeah. That being so said, I, I'm a fan of the. Not that. I'm a fan of reprise stuff from Destiny One in general, so I'm excited to give it a go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I love the fresh. Um, the it's fresh a connected vision. universe, right? We're the same guardian, so it's nice to have that. So, like to feel like connected to what our guardian was doing in the first. Well, some of us are the same guardian. Some of us after. started over. Really? Who started over? Right. Bro. <laughs> um, wow! I didn't. Know I mean, that not I... me personally. Just people who made a new character when they um, started Destiny Two. Okay. Right. I don't know why you. Would I mean, do there that. are people who who like like. There's people in our clan who like never even played Destiny One. So this is like a full on new experience for them. So I'm happy for them to have that because there's a lot of great stuff from D One, and 
to, for them to be able to to bring it back and experience it. it it's great. All good. It was all fine. Um, I highly recommend trying to get a fire team together, put an LFG out in our Discord, and let's let's do this. Let's figure out a way to get it done. And summer's coming up. Yeah. Which means You're breaking our, up our a little bit, Sally Bug. I would suggest uh, disconnect and reconnect. Yeah. See if that helps. Okay, um, I can do that. Moving right along from Vault of Glass, and we're we're referencing the May twenty seventh TWAB a couple weeks back. Um, uh, Kevin Giannis addressed some PvP concerns, evidently, in that TWAB, and <laughs> I just sent uh, Sally Bug on her way. I can't remember uh, what. He was talking about the um, weapons are the primary way players engage with combat. Non-super abilities accentuate or augment the combat, but should rarely solve an encounter by themselves. Okay. So they're going for that, that balance between gunplay and ability. Abilities have clear strengths, weaknesses, and counterplay. Build crafting is rewarding with within the moment-to-moment -moment combat loop of Destiny. I'm not even sure I know what that means. Within the moment-to-moment combat. They just, I, I, I think they're just saying they want build crafting to still be a part. Yeah, of but they don't want the build crafting to be like you have um, infinite grenades that right. freeze people and kill them instantly. Right. Yeah, I think that build crafting is like having to do with like using the mod system to your advantage or like the aspects and fragments and, and putting those on to have them have like to feel like they make a difference, but not break the game or break the experience. Right. And um, am I better? Is that yeah, better? Uh, do I sound better, better? Much better. Um I think okay, the, the um, they addressed some of this in an interview they did more recently with um, the Firing Range uh, podcast. That's uh, part of the Destiny Community podcast umbrella. And um, yeah, let me see if I can. Highly recommend yeah, listening to that. Yeah, we started listening to that, yeah, right? We, 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 we listened to about it. half of it. Um, yeah. and, and it's just really great to get, um, I feel like a podcast hasn't done that in a while, like taken someone from actually from some developers and actually communicate with them. So, and we yeah, talked about you, this and the old in, crucible in radio of, used to do it. Remember they used to get right in a couple of, the of um, guys on previous usually. podcasts. We were saying how they've been radio silent. So they right. have come out and they're giving their um they're giving their view their vision of what they're feeling for pvp it's and um yeah and they're they're putting themselves out there and talking about it which is awesome yeah i think that's positive um and if you're looking for the uh, a response to the fact that there's been no new crucible maps um, or a lot, a lot of attention given to different crucible modes or new modes. Uh, other, there, there, 
uh, that's not the they're interview. Not talking yeah. about. They're not mm-hmm. talking about that. They're talking about yeah. more along the lines of what's been going it, on with stasis and how they goofed right. on that and what they're doing to make, make things better. And this balance between. And just the, just the internal weapon versus, versus ability gameplay within the PVP sandbox yeah. is what they're talking about. So yeah, it's fascinating. Yep, it's definitely great, give it a listen. To their side on all that stuff. Um, what do we have next, Sally Bug? Um, they gave some clarification because I think in the calendar they had said that expunge mission was going to drop a pinnacle piece of gear, but that that doesn't happen until everyone has an. I, there was. A reason until the pinnacle why version comes out. it wasn't dropped. Oh, until, right. until it's not a pinnacle drop right away. Okay. It's gonna sometime in the next couple of weeks, I think. I think when Grandmasters come, is that what you said, Romance Girl? That's not what I said, but what sounds about right? I mean, it. it I, I didn't. I didn't. Hear I what thought you there said. was going to. I thought there was going to be like a more difficult version that would grant a pinnacle. Is how I oh it. yeah, that might be. That might be. But for right now, what drops from this mushin, mission mission what? mission instead is um, a piece of high stat armor that, and that's the way to get your high stat gear, seasonal gear. So instead if you're one of those. Pass. Right. Instead of getting it off the season pass, you're gonna you get it from doing these expunge missions. Um, I didn't look exactly at the. I know I probably got the drops, but didn't really look at it or look at the um, at the stats of it to see what the. <laughs> I'm just reading the I know I got discussion. a couple sixty plus. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I think gear, that's good. The light can gear, which I, I hadn't gotten yet, so it was nice. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then um, after you've gotten a full set of gear, it says that after that, when you do that mission, you'll get a piece of a seasonal weapon and it'll have an extra perk. Remember how, like, we had that? What was it with the. Um, I can't remember what the name of it was, but remember when. You had to go- <laughs> There was a kiosk in the middle, like there were kiosks on different planets, but then eventually all the key, you opened up the kiosk in the center of, in the middle of the tower. And those, do you remember what that was called? Oh my God. I have no idea what you're talking about. I feel like I'm in a dream right now. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel, Stego, can you help me out here? I I, I feel like I'm not. I I don't know where this is. Like the season, it might it was one of the seasons where you had to like go to a there was a kiosk and one of the kiosks was visitor center and you couldn't and you couldn't get it. Never mind. I feel like I'm not gonna. You pull off the road and you get a brochure. For some of the nearby attractions, like I, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was called. So now I feel like, but Night Watch was one of the weapons that you got from it, and it gave you an extra perk. And that's where I was going with it. Arrivals with the 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 recaster. 
and the Umbral Ingram? No. Hmm. No, it was way before that. It was oh. before that. Okay. Way before that. Was it like no, warm on? having a fever dream she had once. It, this is not a fever dream. It actually occurred. Was you it guys a are seasonal just not event? It. Yeah, it was a. It was part of the actual season. It was one of the was season. It the one with stocks, like the the time. Osiris and the. Oh yeah, it might have been. Oh no, yeah. I I don't. Maybe it was related to that. I don't know if those two were. It might have been that same. The sundial. Um, the sundial season. Yeah, the sundial. That's what I was thinking. Where you got to it might have been related weapon. to that, but the sundial season, that was like like you chose the weapons at the sundial, and this yeah. wasn't related to the sundial. It was related to a different... An well, early it, version well, of the in recaster. In that same season, there were different... I can't believe you guys can't remember it. We, we You spent... Because about- you could, like farm different roles by just depositing crap into the into that kiosk i really think that it was the sundial season and that we're correct in this and that you had stocks that you invested and then when it was time to when it was time to cash out you could cash in for like a bunch of weapons at once yeah but this was in but that was in the tower oh this was in the drifter near the drifter he was the I original Umbralingrim. You know? None of you remember this. I can't believe you can't remember there this. Were different loca- it wasn't just in the tower. There were different locations. Yeah, there was one confused. on the EDZ. There was one on the Tangled Shore. Yeah, There was there one was- on Nessus. Bunch of those oh, and then there was one in the, in the... And then eventually you opened the one in the tower? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what it okay, was. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. What was yeah. that? Then? So, God, yes. it does yeah. seem like a fever <laughs> dream. It was the, the sundial. It season. was the sundial season. So we were the more right. I described it, the more she the... she started doubting. Right. <laughs> I was talking about the right thing. Um, do you remember what the season was? I don't remember. Season of what dawn. The season was Boy, season of is... dawn. Season of dawn. When we rescued Saint. What is so this? So you're just saying that back then we had a chance to farm multiple roles, and they're going to give us that chance again, right? Because you, when you got the, um, there was an extra perk at the end of, remember, like instead of just having one yes. perk, um, you on that you get two perks, right? And yes. that's what the the new gear, the new weapons from the expunge missions once you've gotten all the gear will drop with that extra perk slot so you get to choose from okay so it's pretty cool that also happened in season of arrival yeah it did oh did it interesting they had, yeah they had the double perk slot in season of arrivals yeah I've, I've, um uh, just just quick before we move on to what the the final uh highlight of that twab um how do people feel about the high star, high stat armor drops being put in the expunge missions and, and taken out of the season pass? I I'm fine with it. You're good with it. I, I always prefer thought it. that it was kind of strange it, that um, it when they were available through the season pass, that was just the best armor that I was going to get that season, basically. Right. And it was right. given to right. Me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I I see you like the um, random aspect of the stat drops in the mission. 
Um, and rather than having those fixed roles come out of the um, season pass. Yeah, it's I. I the think only so. yeah yeah. The okay. the only um the only thing that I miss is that ability to get that like if you just can't get the legs to drop no matter what you've tried like you've done done for instance isn't there a way to focus for armor at the recaster yeah but it's not you just have to pay up um, right but right it's not high yeah stat I mean maybe eventually not... you can you can I thought do there that was but high stat well you know you can make it high stat you can well you can focus it to have the yeah stats that so you that want mechanism is in the game I guess um, but not but, until later. Um, but then again, I I usually only used the backfilling for later in the I season. Think especially anyway. now that sunsetting is gone, I agree with Stego that it was just weird that I was guaranteed the best armor I was going to get was get, just going to give in to given to me for free. I didn't right, have to earn right, it at right, all. I didn't just... have any kind of like, oh, I I have to go out and get this kind of armor. I have to grind for this armor. I never thought about that during a season, and I mm-hmm. kind of like. The only the, the only effort you made armor. Was, yeah. right. was pushing a button. And then the like, last... Oh, yay, now I've opened that. I like that they're opening that That what you do get is the ornament, right? That they, that second version of it. Like, that's cool, yeah. right? That makes more sense that right. you can unlock the ornaments yeah. after a period of time. So, yep. And then the last thing in that TWAB was fixing Iron Banner, I guess, so that when you turn the tokens in, the those two weapons that weren't dropping are now part of the pool again, like they should be. Yeah. I um, think it was the shotgun and the machine gun, which are new this this season. And I guess there was dropping a lot. From, from the... Yeah? Hello? Hello? They, uh, they we lost dro- Sally, but... Yeah, you stopped talking. No, she just stopped talking. No, yeah. no you know, I, get, I stopped talking see, we're in the same household, and she you. is, like, on a three-second delay. And, uh, with uh, us. Okay. So it's a little it's a little rough. But um, small... There's a um, lost sector reward bug as well, I guess, that was occurring. Oh, that would be the exotic drops of the legendary lost sectors? That's already been fixed by now, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there we are talking in the past here. The okay. Yeah, it was just dropping the... Uh, yeah, they're just acknowledging that it was dropping the wrong piece. It, like, said legs, and people were excited about it because they wanted the new legs. And then uh, it, it wasn't it was legs. dropping chest get, like, armor. Yeah, and dropping... Yeah. There was also something about a way where, like, they put in energy barriers because there was a um, a way to oh, yeah, like about that. bypass a bunch of the a, a bunch of the encounters and get right to the boss or whatever. Right. So they anything they exciting? This is a lot of just yeah, this you is, know your run of the mill bugs. This is just bug fixes. Yeah, just <laughs> I thought we bugs. agreed no more well, bug fixes. We've kind of moved on to just talking about what happened in this hot fix. Oh, hot fix. Hot You're talking fix. Hot fix. this evening. Yeah. Hot fix. 3.2.0.6. Yeah. All right. So, hot yeah, hot fix. fix. They did the lost sector bugs. They fixed the Vault of Glass bug, so you can't just go in and cheese Atheon or... What? 
Um, we were planning on cheesing Atheon. Nah. Yeah, there was something you could go in and know. kill I him in Venus I saw that cheese, and I was something. like, that just yeah. looks like a, even more work <laughs> trying to set that up. Trying to set up that certain yeah, but scenario. once you get it down in the long like, run, why not you're, just you're, do it normally, you're, right? You're cutting six minutes out of your speed run, right? To get that vex right, myth. We get on with like it what? if we're going to even cover the stasis changes. Where we could we could just say, let's not cover the stasis changes. There are no stasis <laughs> changes. <laughs> oh. Uh, before we do talk about the major stasis changes, path of burning steps and star eater scales. Does Four anybody here even really? have those? I mean, you know, no, nay. I mean, a lot of people no. do have those, but they're very easy. A to lot of people do the have them if you are dedicated to the game. But no, we don't have those. And it's amazing but, how. But these, but. Casual players in this paracasual Disney podcast have not taken on that oh, wait, wait, part of the, the game. Yet. It was the warlock step uh, boots that were fixed, right? That were not the Titan ones. The yeah. path of burning steps and the star eater scales were both had both fixes. Had some fixes done in yeah. within the same stasis hot fix. Let's just call it the stasis hotfix, because that's basically what it was. Yeah, you know, I don't know. The path of burning steps kind of became weak. Do you want to say what the fixes were, or are we just going to say they were fixed? Yeah. Well, I, I, I need to look at my notes to see what that actual fix was. All right. While she's, um, while she's looking at her notes. Only Grand buff stacks when encased by stasis. Right, it oh, no that's longer right. yeah. gives you that that buff if you're um, if you're affected by stasis, but you actually have to be quote unquote encased, whatever that means. You are harder to slow or freeze. With, I'm looking at the uh, Firewalker perk of the Path of the Burning Steps. You are harder to slow or freeze with yeah. stasis, and when you break out, you take no damage from doing so creating a burst of solar energy around yourself. And, and when you, you break have to out, be encased by stasis. Yeah. Yeah. And then the star eater scales had nothing yeah. to do with stasis. That was just, um, no, it was broken, they, right? They, it was, well, no, I mean, they just, just really changed it. used to, they made it. It was overpowerful, and then they changed the. They changed that to like you have to have eight stacks to get instead the full of four. That's right. Four. That's the one. You have to but be it, able to pick but, up eight orbs instead of just four orbs, which is pretty. But the major. stacks were still only showing that's, four. That's quite like a nerf, you could only get up to four, it. so it was kind of a minor. I don't like think that's a minor nerf. I think it's it wasn't huge. a minor nerf. No, because no. they did change it. You used to only need four orbs, and now you need eight, and it it was uh not functioning as intended because it was it used it's supposed to just increase the damage of your super and what it was doing was increasing all of your damage yeah while your yeah. super was active so right. if you had tethered somebody right then while that tether was active then your uh weapon damage was increased by but that was a that was a previous fix the fix that they made to this one was just 
changing the stack. Then why did we even bring that up? We could have just skipped that. Because it oh. because it was in the hot fix. But we don't need to say every single thing in the hot fix. <laughs> we don't need right. to read the patch notes on air. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah, we do, and these so are exotics no, nobody owns either. That's the thing. <laughs> When I say nobody, I mean nobody here. But still own it doesn't mean that other people who are listening might have it. No, but I think it's important to bring these things up because it it informs your your game playing decisions. Like, am I going to go for the Star Eater scales? I mean, no, I'm not. I'm going to go do something else now because it takes eight instead of four orbs. Well, if you use Masterworked weapons, eight orbs isn't that much, buddy. Uh, it's st- I mean, compared to four, I mean, it's that's that's a heavy handed nerf, in my opinion. Anyway, just imagine. I don't and, know because I yeah, haven't used it. Nerf came it's really not that bad. In, in all reality, the four stack is 55 damage and the and the original was 60 for for four stacks. And now the eight stack is 70 damage. So it actually almost got a buff. True. Think about it. And you can still just pick up four orbs and get the smaller stack. Right. And again, a four stack gives you 55% increase in damage, whereas the original was 60. So that's even not that big. Yeah, it's just a minor nerf when you look at it that way. Minor nerf and actually incredible buff. Right. And added, right, because if you can pick up eight stacks, you've got 70%. Hop yourself into a well, and man, you're, you're... yeah. You're you can go to it town also, with it. So it also increases the number of the, or rather not the number, but the amount of super energy that you get per orb. And so I haven't done the math and I haven't seen anybody who does the math who has, has done this math, but I don't know if you um, still basically need to collect the same number of orbs in total to uh, like, let's say if you pick up like 30 orbs, charge your super if oh, however how many if, orbs like, it takes up. to yeah if like still picking you get up, increased super from from orbs passively yeah it's from like orbs. orpheus rigs in a way interesting yep. in, it's a good exotic right, let's, let's, it's a good exotic it's a powerful exotic yeah. i would be excited it's a good if exotic I you should farm okay. for it if you haven't already which i haven't you feel okay. the casuals um a little, I know. <laughs> uh, has anybody heard about the controversial fast swapping nerf that took place? Um, I've seen a bunch of videos where people are fast swapping shotguns. I don't know if that's what it's referring to. I yeah, don't they understand it. it. Good, because I don't understand that style of play and I don't like that it. Was <laughs> yeah. That was my reaction. Yeah. That was my that was my reaction too. I was it's just like, like good because like I not, don't I'm not part of that world. So I don't get it. <laughs> I don't give a crap. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, in, in all reality, it's just, I, I, my best guess. Cause I just, the only reason I felt like we should bring it up is because it was all over Twitter for like a day about how they kind of, I guess you couldn't, because it was mostly like if you had software on your PC where you could like map the, the keys to being able to do this. Yeah, you can do a macro. Swapping really right, super right. fast. And people were like melting bosses, like raid bosses. I just don't understand stuff. why that would 
work, but yeah, a, yeah, you'd I, have to like, I call look it at a glitch. Videos, I'm going to call it what it is. It, it yeah, was a, I think it it's a glitch, exploit. and I think they should have fixed it. Yeah, it, it's an exploit, and they probably um, and they to be upset and they about right not to being it. able to melt a bot, melt a right. raid boss in in 30 seconds is I I feel like not something you should be. Especially with cross-platform play come on, on the horizon, I feel like it was needed. Versus something like, you know how people yeah. would use like a shoulder charge to to kind of clamber up onto a ledge in a jumping puzzle or something? Um, and then they nerf that. But then they realized, you know, why do we nerf it? There's no harm in that. Let's let them have fun with that. So, And then they put it back in. This is a different thing. I think this has to do with... Uh, cross-platform and also just fairness in the game i don't know yeah i mean they, they want like they did spend a lot of time designing boss encounters like how Call they me old fashioned, but i think that uh you shouldn't be able to melt a boss no i don't think so well, for opinion. a given value of melt right Right. Are you saying you, uh, that f- uh, Funny Bone shouldn't be allowed to pull out the old Chaos Reach on good old Tanix? <laughs> I'm saying that if they That's wanted to make yeah. a you fix have to where go you through. needed three damage rounds on Tanix, I wouldn't hold it against them. Sure. Okay. Right. All right. Right. No, I'm with you on that. I th- This concept of one phasing, yeah, is kind of stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, what's up next? Sally Bug, what do you got for us? I think we should at least acknowledge that there were major changes to stasis, primarily um, in the PvP realm. Yeah, so that was huge. They, that didn't make it, it to the TWABs, though, did it? That was a whole separate thing. No, it, well, they did. Um, in one of the TWABs, they said this hotfix is coming. And then okay. the hot fix came out, and then in the other twab, they said the hot fix was came live. So the hot fix was like the, the same day at it was just a couple days ago. Yeah, right. On, like on Thursday. On Thursday. And I will say this because the submachine gun and trials, it was the three um, win. Um, reward, which means it meant that I had access to it. Um, I went in with our um, friendly Sherpa clan mate Sherpa. Well, I, I like call it a Sherpa because we still like didn't do very well, but um, he, he definitely got all the kills while I stood back and tried to not die. I didn't get any kills. And ha- did did stasis factor into your uh, trials runs? And that's what I, yeah, it kind of did because there were a couple of times when uh, there was someone against us who had stasis and I totally noticed a difference. Like I was able to not die from a cold snap grenade or have the, the, um, the other grenade, the, you know, the grenade that makes the wall. Yeah, and the shurikens, I just, I noticed a huge difference, almost to a point of, like, maybe it's too weak now. Yeah, I think um, that um, that's the consensus, is that stasis is pretty much dead. 
it it was almost to, like to, it was almost like Are a joke, you, right? They they needed to they, do that though. I think that was the appropriate they response. Did. They need to nerf it to the ground and then slowly bring it back up. Yeah. Rather than slowly nerf it. I to agree. The yeah. I agree. I think they I think that it needed to get to a point where stasis like people is like, "Oh, this is crap. I'm not going to use this. I'm going to use something else. Let other things rise to the top and then we can kind of cuz their goal is for there to be a balance, right? A balance between all different choices of subclasses. Um and they seek and that, to bring balance between the light and the dark. Right. Oh, and just any any of the light subclasses being viable. I, and they realize that some of the subclasses are obviously meant as support roles and more of a PVE. But um, other than that, they they want there to be a variety of choices and a variety of ways to play. So that when you go in to a match, uh, uh, whether it's 6v6 or 3v3, that there's going to be a variety of different... Um, guardians. Well, it's time for spoiler alert. We have a spoiler alert in the house, and that spoiler alert. Yeah, it has to do with the legend of the Saint Fourteen and a certain so our... cutscene. Have you guys seen that yet? This is the Here we have. This, this is the spoiler warning. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to talk about it. So if you're if you're if you have not done the expunge mission or finished the I think it's from the path of, what's it called the path of the splicer yeah mm-hmm. five is when this happens when you complete that so if you haven't completed that yet um you may want to stop listening for a little bit put us on mute yep mute us. We'll talk about it for like probably a few minutes. So, what'd you think? What did you guys think of that cutscene? First of all, I gotta say I love this like sepia aesthetic. Oh yeah, the animation. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I love this this uh, new way that they're doing like cutscenes in general. Um, yeah. It's very it's good. I mean, outstanding. Very artistic. Um, yeah, that was a weird, weird one there. But um, yeah, and, and they, they're they're very proud of it too. If you've noticed, they've been using the um, shot of Saint Fourteen as a monster, like on everything, mm-hmm. like uh, all their uh, social yeah. media. And on Bungie.net, it's at the at the top. It's it's just they're very proud of it, and they should be. And um, I I was telling uh, Sally Bug the cool thing. One of the signs of good art is how it applies. It can apply to anything. You can interpret it any way. And I love how sort of this season's storyline is focusing in from my perspective into current events more than the game ever has and so the alignment is i know there's some chance there of what's going on in the world but it just seems like all these issues of uh you know choosing sides uh who's right who's wrong what's good what's evil those things are just it's sort of culminating together 
and it's a nice crescendo to what's going on in the world. I thought the way they're dealing. I mean, and we talked about politics is is very smart. I think like the internal politics with the vanguard. Yeah, I mean, and they and they remember the in our last podcast where we we talked about the um, the lore from one of the um, I can't remember from which weapon it came from, but where it was Mithrax and Shax talking and just like, again, like two people who were kind of on, like come from different races who are on like opposite, you know, but like were their people had a history from the same conflict, but from different sides and just like learning how to, um, move forward with that, like even having that be part of your history. It, it's just great. It's great storytelling, and it's great. It, it, we'll go. We'll talk about it a little more when we get to the grimoire, our touch of grimoire as well. In addition to that legend of Saint cutscene, I think we were all. We also had an in-game confirmation that Lakshmi has been exposed to Sabathun's song. Yeah, from her message. Yeah, her, her propaganda. Message. Something interesting that Green Stego pointed out was that she says the the people of the city are singing the song, right? Oh, yeah. That is what I yes. said. And, and that is similar that is and reflected what she said. in... Um, that, that's a similar thing was said... When we heard, y'all remember when we heard Shax sing? Yes. Um, and it was Sabathun's song, but he was saying again, like I've heard the the children of the city singing this song. And so, how much of this is these individuals, Lakshmi and Shax, are corrupted by Sabathun's puppet strings, and how much of it is? the people and romance girl said another thing um about it like affecting memory would you say oh i was just pointing out well like is that how sabathun infects with the song it's like they think that they heard it heard it somewhere or are they or did lakshmi actually hear the people of the city singing it yeah so is she having like a like false, is it a false memory, memory that shacks heard children singing the that um moon song or that, you know, that was what I was thinking. That was my interpretation. Um, that it's a false memory. It's like an implanted. Yeah. Memory. That it's a false memory. Right. That yeah. she, it's a, or yeah, it's not, not necessarily a false memory, but a. Manipulated kind of memory. memory. Witchery works. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, right? Because isn't you know like that's her that's what she does. She's like like the trickery, and so she's has them believe that they've heard other people sing this song, but really it's her infecting her. Like she's been exposed to the song through um, the um, messages that were being sent within. Because we got that from the lore, right? That the her song was in the communications. Mm-hmm. 
via code or whatever. So somehow got into her brain and, and now she's like, she's not quite sure where it came from, but she thinks she's heard the people of the city chant it, or maybe well, she, she has heard the people of the city chant it. We don't know. Yeah. Which case seven. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> control spread. Infected even further people. Than right. It but just, it's interesting exactly. how that both, uh, manifested in shacks and Lakshmi in like similar ways where they're like, the people are singing this song. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, 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 in all honesty, I just super love this like Sabbathoon just being kind of constantly in the background, kind of orchestrating this, you know, this infection. Um, and it, it, I'm just, I love it. I, I, it's, like here we have this basic storyline where the Vex have like this, the storyline of the Vex, like kind of giving us a simulation of, of endless night, but all along kind of like w- working her magic in the background as Savathun, um, corrupting as many people as she can. Yeah, it was Savathun so, all along. It's awesome. Sabathun. And and you wonder, like, it, you know, is there a connection between Sabathun and the Hive? And I mean, not well, obviously the Hive, I meant the Vex. Like, what yeah, are there, are those two going to interlace eventually? Because we've figured out that Sabathun was able to infiltrate the Cabal, and then... Um, and now we can see that she's kind of infiltrated, like, are our, our, the guardian or the consensus. And um, she's going to do the same with the the Elixni. And is she going to do the same with the Vex eventually? It's, it's just, it's great storytelling, and I can't wait to see how it evolves. It's awesome. Stay tuned for the Witch Queen. Yeah. Just pushing our way. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, which is actually not like in our show notes, but um, it, it came up in our conversations with ghosts while we were getting our um, butts handed to us in trials. So we just kind of chatting away, running around getting killed. Um, but uh, a lot of people are saying, hey, like, so we've got this season, season 14, we've got next season, which will be season 15, which will start in like the end of August, right? Mid to late August. And then, um, I think there's going to be a season 16 before we have, before Witch Queen comes out. But it hasn't been advertised as such because technically Witch Queen was supposed to come out as season 16, but since it, that has been delayed, they said it was delayed to early 2022. Um, I think there's going to be another season in between the season that comes out in the fall. And then there's going to be a winter season before Witch queen comes out like a season I mean, for November, December, January. There would have to be if it's not coming out in 2021 anymore. Right, rather yeah, than having like a prolonged season, season. yeah, right a prolonged January. season of uh, like season of arrivals, but that also continues going into like the dawning. Be a little, little nuts. We'll have to wait and see. 
We're done with this. Right. The important part is we're done with the spoilers. Mm-hmm. Done with the spoilers. Moving on. Yeah. Um, and Let, this last let, most let. recent TWAB. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Most recent TWAB also mentioned something about um, ability kills not prog- progressing in the Iron Banner quest. Is that true? No, there were a couple of abilities that, like, because it was said if you use your abilities, it progressed the quest, but there were a couple of subclasses where the abilities weren't. I think the projectile melees weren't counting as melee kills. Right. Okay. Like any of the, any of the, any of the um, subclasses that have a projectile melee versus a just a go up and punch melee, those projectile melees weren't counting as melee ability kills. So they fixed that. Okay. It was a bug and they fixed it. Um, Is anybody excited about the Iron Banner? And we already talked about the Iron Banner fixes. Yeah, we we talked about the weapons coming back, the two, the two, the, the, the shotgun and the machine gun, but. Right, and now that they're at, that they're accessible to us, I didn't do much Iron Banner last time. I played a few games. I I think I got to like the second step in the quest. You quote unquote dipped your um, toes. I dipped my toes. Okay. And now we get to dip our toes without stasis being like a major thing. So I should make Saladin happy. Yeah, Saladin's going to be floored. Um, and then uh, finally, another highlight from the most recent TWAB. Was the fashion show, Sally Bug? You want to talk a little bit about the fashion show? Um, how many people are gonna? I I I don't know if I can be. I like the emblem. It's a pretty dope emblem. That's actually kind of a cool emblem. I so, saw that like, uh, like hashtag Destiny uh, Spicer Fashion or something like that was trending with like ten thousand. Oh, tweets. okay. So there goes wow. my chances. Wow! Yeah, yeah. There's like a it's, lot. Yeah, it's kind of kinda like I love this. that. I love that emblem so much, but I don't know if it's like I. I, I don't know. You've if got I a better wanna... chance with a scratch card. I, yeah, I've never submitted for these fashion show type emblems, but they are very cool. And it's like if you right, you have. Do you have to win to get that emblem, or do you just have to submit something and they'll give you the emblem? No, because if you win. just have to submit you have to be something. Featured. <laughs> okay, then, then yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> because everything I see that people show online is like I I don't even know how they are able to put all of that together. That just that's amazing and I'm not going to be able to beat that. So. Well, you could just <laughs> copy them, I guess. But that wouldn't be good <laughs> sportsmanship. That's not good sportsmanship at all. Just throw neo pop so. and call it yours. Exactly. <laughs> this just in. Eva Levante possessed by that Sabathoon. <gasps> no. Somebody in chat says she's humming the tune. No. No. Eva Levante? Yeah. No. Not my That's Eva. Not, not my true. Eva. This is what no we call way. see, this is what we call fake news, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is fake news. Speaking of fake news, though, but do you know what it's time of, for? Speaking Guess of what Evo it's time Levante. for. Yes. A second cup of coffee? Yes. It's time for <laughs> Eva Levante's Coffee Emporium. I just got my uh, second cup this morning. 
and I am enjoying it. Right, I'm going to go get my second cup. Yeah. I right love coffee. <laughs> oh, no. It oh. has caffeine. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's it, it is. Caffeine is probably a much deeper, stronger corruption than that of Savathun's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we are well, slaves. Why are you bringing up Sabathun right now? Slaves to the grind, and I can't even tell you what I'm drinking. Sally uh, mix mixes the beans usually. Sally, what what what's in this? Okay, so we have Guatemala with a touch of vanilla cinnamon today. Really subtle. It's mostly Guatemalan, as far as I can tell, uh, taste-wise. And uh, this is me talking into my coffee mug. Uh, what are you guys having over there, if anything? Uh, I'm having just a quick can of La Colombe triple shot draft latte. We had a late night last night. Slept in a little bit on yeah. this first full day of my summer break and so needed coffee asap just reached into the fridge and pulled one out that was ready to go it's instant it does in a pinch it is like instant gratification is what i would put that under under you know Mm -hmm. um so we were toying around with the idea of doing a um Destiny 2 mod spot um, with Green Stego, starring Green Stego. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had a chance to uh, pick out a random mod to talk about that you might like or not like. Kind of. For my inaugural debut Green Stego's mod spot, I was thinking about walking through um, the armor slots specifically with how they pertain to um, the weapon and like what different kind of mods you can slot into the helmet piece as opposed to the chest piece because they recently revamped it. You can take a look at the, um, the slide that is on the screen right there. And uh, it used to have like enhanced sniper rifle targeting and they kind of did away with that and they consolidated things a little bit where there's just, sniper rifle targeting um and they have that for like a bunch of them but oh that's right anyway. yes i remember that mm-hmm. uh there's there's like I, a, I, I i'm uh-oh. actually really curious i was I'm, i've got my, i've got a pencil and blank paper like right next to me <laughs> i kind of want to know i'm taking notes there we go see yeah so here we go green stegos debut Mod slot. Mod spot. Slop. Focusing on mod slots. (laughs) In the helmet. We're going to work our way down. Love it. In the helmet. Okay. And there's like a bunch. There's a lot going on here. I'm just going to talk about the the weapons. Because for each each slot, there also is like an affinity mod that has to do with whether it's arc or solar or void and has to do with the abilities and has to do with sometimes getting super energy or cooldowns. We're not talking about those right now. We're going to hit those up another time. But you time. will, right? I will. Because, what we're talking about Because right that's now, one of the areas where I'm like completely oblivious. So Han, I'm Sha- looking just, forward to that. Shahan was useless about general- when it comes to this. So. 
Yeah, you're talking may... about generalized generalized stuff that can go into any affinity, regardless of whether it's solar void or arc. Yes, I am. And these, these are going to be like Good with a focus on the weapon. So in the helmet, okay. weapon helmet. Mods. Yep. Um, you got your head in there. This is where you are taking in information. These mods help you look. So there are two kinds of mods that go in the helmet mod slot. You got your ammo scavenger, not ammo scavenger, ammo finder perks. Right. That has to do okay. with sight. Yeah, I get it. Because that's because you're looking for your ammo and also the oh, targeting. You're, lo- you're looking for the ammo on the ground. That makes sense. And yep. targeting is obvious. And, yeah, and the targeting is pretty obvious. Right. Um, I basically change out those two based on whether I'm in PvE or PvP. If I'm in a PvE situation, I put on the ammo finder perks so that I can keep my shotgun or the ammo common for my heavy and special. Um, right. But I like to have like the the targeting when I'm in PvP. And that's the helmet. Right, which makes sense, right? Because it's like the you're less likely to run out of ammo in a in a PvP match, right? The ammo just drops if you kill somebody. The special it anyway. also makes sense because it's the helmet and it helps with your finder or your targeting, which both have to do with like looking. Vision. Yeah. Looking your around. helmet visor. Vision. Looking. That's a good way to sighted guardians. So so keep in mind looking. Right. Looking. Yeah. Right. I like it. And targeting. I like it. Helmet. Mm-hmm. Now Finder and targeting. Got it. Moving down. Arms. Sally Bug, what do you use your arms for in uh, in Destiny and in per, in per, as it pertains Holding to your Holding my weapon. Yes. So, basically, you got two things that your uh, arms do. Either the ammo, the reloaders, okay. or yeah. the swapping. So, like, um, okay. it'd be like shotgun dexterity, so that if you want to have it be where you can swap over to your shotgun right quick, bring that up, then that's going to be in your So, arms. the dexterity, that, that's actually good to know, because that's what, I, like, I kind of usually just gloss over the dexterity ones, because I didn't know exactly what that meant, and now, now I kind of get it. Does that so dexterity quick draw and again, to your weapon? Right. Basically, yeah. So, Dexterity is more again a more of a PvP type of of um, mod because if you have someone rushing at you and you want to kind of like feel like you can compete against them, if you could quick swap to your special weapon and yeah, shoot them in the or face faster using, than like a grenade launcher, hand cannon combo, you're gonna want to be able to switch back and forth. Yeah, if you've got like a fusion switch rifle in your back pocket faster. that you want to swap to right quick before they get into shotgun distance range, now you want to. Now let me. Now let and reloader makes sense, right? You just reload that weapon faster. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. if you have on the dexterity, so using romance girls. Um, what what she was talking about uh say you have a hand cannon and a grenade launcher would you want to have a hand cannon dexterity 
and grenade launcher dexterity both socketed for the best option there or which one's better to have if you're swapping back and forth it might be that you're in a situation where if i'm taking if i'm doing a grenade launcher and cleaning up with my hand cannon i only need to switch to my hand cannon fast because my grenade launcher i'm gonna need to reload anyway and i don't need that's not gonna be for quick situation Mm -hmm. does that make sense okay Yep, it does. But a hand cannon I'm, I'm uses cleanup. <laughs> I'm going to need to switch to my hand cannon a lot quicker because I. I, I yes, it. right. And you're going to. I get it. You're going to notice it more with um, your weapons that have lower handling. So it'll because it basically gotcha. so brings it's, up the it's kind of a waste. Like so, if you've got a, if you have a a weapon that just naturally is weak in that area, these mods help kind of yes. get them back up compete with others nice i like it yeah. so if you had a quick draw weapon you'd probably want to go for the reloader perk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right or if it just it has like like it's it's um like your has that perk where the handling is it's masterwork yes um and also i'm gonna go back a little bit um the targeting mod found in the helmet yes. also kind of yes. gives a little bit of snapshot sights. It increases aim down sights oh. speed. It's not quite as strong as having that actual perk snapshot sights, but it aim does. Down That's a good point. Speed. Yeah, yeah, it increases. It bumps target acquisition um, slightly. And the auto aim slightly. Um, it, but also the aim down sights, which is technically handling. Yeah, handling is is bumped into that. Okay. All right, moving down to the chest piece. Again, you've got like a PVE-focused role. This is where you've got your ammo reserves, where if you... Right, because it's what, what you hold on your body, right? Mm-hmm. It's where you stow your weapon. It's where you stow your ammo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your extra stuff. So that's um, scavenger, you said? Reserves. 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 Just reserves? Got it. As well as unflinching. So if you've got, like, Mm. unflinching scout rifle aim. So the chest keeps you steady. Chest keeps you steady. You're taking those bullets right in the chest. Oh, right. And normally that would cause you a lot of flinch. But you can change it it so that in your chest piece it doesn't do that. Nice. Liking it. The legs, continuing our move down, the legs are a little bit less crowded. This is where you have um, the scavenger perks. So you see the purple ammo brick on the ground. You're going to run over it to pick up the ammo. The scavenger perk helps you pick up more ammo. On your legs. Okay. What's the, what's more the ammo. sort of scavenger? More ammo. The, In other words, when you pick up a brick, like so, say you pick up, like if I have, um, I have a shotgun <sighs> whose magazine is like say fifteen. If I have the scavenger perk on, does that mean that I can hold more than fifteen on that shotgun? No, that's re- that's reserves. That's in your chest piece. 
The oh, okay. So what does scavenger do? The scavenger is normally you put on your you got your shotgun, more ammo per brick. brick. Her brick, yeah, exactly. You run over the per, the green brick, and it says like plus three. You put As on shotgun like, scavenger, and then it bumps that up to like plus four. Oh, okay. You put so you on two shotgun scavengers, and it bumps it up to plus five. I'm trying nice. to imagine like how being uh, better on your feet could result in picking up more. It, you ammo. run over the ammo brick. Okay. You run over it. So if you enhance your leg armor, you're going to uh, be more effective picking up the armor when you run over it. Okay. Yeah. You put special ammo magnets in okay, your Okay, they're boots. magnets. Okay, that's what the... Armor magnets. See, we, Thank we, you. We should write the lore magnets. for this. The point is, ammo the point magnets. Is, the point is, I think of just like running over the, the ammo. So it's my legs. Gotcha. Nice. So it's your legs. Okay. okay. I like it. Oh, that is really well put. And and it Are makes it any? easier to remember where and you need to go no for whip. weapon. What? There's no weapon mods for the class item. No, the class item is wow, where you're going to really see um, like finisher mods. The I'm trying to be un- thorough here. The, unele- <laughs> the, the non-elemental ones, and we'll we'll get into the elemental ones, like solar arc and. And void. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so glad but we those, did. We those added have this nothing spot. to do with weapons, right? They got rid of those the affinity have, yeah, for the, weapons mods. I mean, it's you can get you can put on special ammo finisher, which uses right like, like that, a quarter. Yeah, that, which is a whole nother. That's like a whole nother realm. Realm of yeah. We'll do that another mods, week. Right? We'll do that another week. Yeah, this yeah. We, is, this we, has been great. We we need to just divide this up over the summer, right? We've, we're, I'm going to be like fully mod knowledgeable yeah, by the end of Sally the summer. Yeah, doesn't use thanks mods to Green because Stego. she doesn't know anything about them until I don't now. I mods because I'm too good. <laughs> yeah, so your helmet, your helmet helps you look. Your yep. helmet helps you look. Help. Yep. Your arms help you uh, handle your gun. Yep. Your, your chest, chest piece is where your um, storage provides either like armor storage or storage. Steady. Yep. Storage and steady. Storage and, and center legs, of gravity. And your legs is where you're running over the ammo bricks. That one is a huge ammo benefit in PvP because, um, like, if you're using a shotgun in PvP, which, like, let's be honest, all of us have tried at least once. Right. If you pick up a green ammo brick, that's one shotgun shell. But if you've got shotgun scavenger, that's two. If you double dip on shotgun scavenger, then you pick up three shotgun shells oh, for every God. green. That, they need to limit special ammo. They in, should make it so it doesn't stack. In PvP. Yeah. They should. Yeah, it shouldn't stack. I agree with that. So, okay. Yeah. And that's it. Well, green Stego I... uh, mod spot. Mod spot. Thank you so much, I'm Green Stego. Absolutely amazing. I've. I'm looking at mods. I, I want to go play now and put some mods on. That's really. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> see you later. Can you finish off the show? I'll just leave it here. Um, and that brings us to our next section, uh, our next special feature of uh, the Paracasual Destiny podcast. And that is. A touch 
Age of Grimoire with your host, Sally Bug 2. Sally Bug, are you there? I'm here. Um, so I'm looking at my, I'm just looking at the show notes and I think I'm going to not talk about the stuff that were the overview, the interactions, because we talked about that already and we have people who have requested us not to spoil. Sure. So we're not going to sure. talk about those That's things, good idea. The, the interactions that happen. Um, but I did want to bring up uh, something that, uh, well, I'm going to have Stego read our um, my chosen piece of lore um, because it does involve Saint uh, Fourteen um, because because he is uh, um, a wonderful character featured in this in the lore very much in the current lore and also because this also addresses the use of darkness subclasses or stasis in a pvp setting so stego do you want to take read this it's the in memoriam in memoriam ghost shell lore for ghosts who are a beacon of light in this season of The Chosen. <clears throat> the tower hangar had never been a particularly quiet space, but today's din seemed to set record level. The whoosh of jump ships had been near constant as fire team after fire team rolled through on their way to one of many battlegrounds. Luckily, Saint-14 had a voice that could carry over it all. Welcome, Guardians! Standing in his usual spot by the Grey Pigeon, he bellowed jubilantly to Trial Seekers, greeting each and every one as if they were old friends. Underneath his cheer, however, there was an unease. Some internal wire pulled taut by the arrival of the Pyramids. Ever since the latest incident in the Trials, his tension had increased daily steadily ratcheting towards an inevitable breaking point. There had been incidents before that was to be expected when Guardians clashed. The point was to limit those altercations to a controlled environment. Yet lately, Saint wondered whether he really was in control after all. But just as the clouds of doubt began to settle, they lifted when the crowd parted to reveal a familiar gold-hooded figure in their midst. His shoulders seemed a little more stooped without Sagira zipping around them. But his purposeful stride, his furrowed brow, these remained the same. Osiris! Saint called out. Several heads swiveled in his direction, startled by the sudden shout. Osiris, for his part, merely looked bemused as he changed course. What is it? Osiris asked as he drew closer. Did something happen? No, Saint responded quickly too quickly. Well, yes. A small something. Under control, but he was stumbling, unsure how to explain himself. I sent a message. You didn't get it? Osiris frowned, impatient. I've received a lot of messages lately. Was it urgent? Saint flinched. He didn't know it had to be urgent. It's about the tribe. They are named for you and now that you're here, I thought it was time you... Ah, uh, you want me to take over the trials, Osiris shrugged. 
It's not a good time. Shut them down if you're tired of it. What? No! Saint hadn't expected this. Not tired. I am worried. There have been... He stopped, suddenly aware of the passerby. Passersby. He gestured for Osiris to follow him into his ship. Osiris crossed his arm. I'm keeping Lord Saladin waiting. The issue of the Cabal is somewhat urgent, as you can see. I know, but... Saint lowered his voice. But there is a kind of war brewing in the trials, too. Guardians going too far. Wielding darkness. Really? Osiris's eyes glinted with renewed interest. To what effect? Saint stared at him. Inside, the wire tightened one more impossible inch. At last, he said, It varied. Interesting. Osiris rubbed his chin, thinking. A datapad at his hip dinged with a reminder. He groaned at it, then turned back to Saint. If it happens again, take notes, will you? Without waiting for a response, he turned away. Saint's iron arm shot out and grabbed him by the elbow. Is that all this is to you? An experiment? Saint spat, trying and failing to keep his voice down. He couldn't contain himself any longer. He'd waited for days for a response, fretting over the silence, but forcing himself to give his comrade space. So what am I then? Your assistant? Just because Sagira is gone? Enough, Osiris snarled, yanking his arm back. Never speak of her to me again. Understand? Saint stepped back, immediately awash in regret. His mind raced. He should say something. Anything to make it better. To put things to rights. But what? Before he could come up with an answer, Osiris spoke. Continue the trials, or don't. But if you don't have the stomach to collect that data, someone should. It could be key to our survival. All of ours. And with that, he strode off. Saint watched as Osiris disappeared into the throng. The tension in him was gone. All he felt now was the agonizing wound left by the wire's snap. Ikora's words from not so long ago echoed in the back of his mind. You know Osiris better than anyone else. Not true. Saint knew him well, but not better than Sagira. And without her around, he wasn't sure he knew Osiris at all. Wow. Kind of sad. Well done reading. Yeah, great reading. Stego, I was engrossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously there's a lot of this, that, like this is um, bringing up what's going on with Osiris in the aftermath of Sagira. But um, the reason that I wanted to highlight it was if you noticed in that interaction, they are talking. It's it, I felt like it was like Bungie's little way of saying, hey, look, we realize there's a lot of darkness going on in in PVP and we're collecting the data and <laughs> like be responding to it. I agree. So I, felt, I think it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like they definitely said something like it, and they actually put it in game, which was really It's not the first um, time they've done this with the lore. It's great. I love when they do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um uh, I was like 
It's like, yeah, they may have said that they're not, you know, like they may not have said something, but they kind of did. They gave us a clue that's like, look, we know you're using a lot of this in, in PVP and we're collecting the data. We know what, (laughs) we know what's going on here. So, um, I liked, I liked that quite a bit. I liked that interaction, but also the fact that they like, yeah, we're aware there's a lot of, of the darkness subclass going on. And Osiris is like, yeah, yeah. And Satan's like, no, I need answers now. <laughs> I know. Like yeah. 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 It really does it's reflect like, their personalities really well. Right. It's also like it's Osiris like, is like Bungie and Saints like the, like us. Yep. Right. No, this is we upsetting. need to do something about this. And, and, and Osiris is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just collect the data. Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's awesome. It's so good. So yeah, that's that's that was a great piece of lore. I, I came across that and thought it was kind of um, appropriate for what was going the happenings of this week. The stasis, so very current, and that's that's our grimoire, and that brings us to our final segment, which is the Destiny Sound Check. On this episode, Sound Check, I decided to go with. uh, We have it's been a while since we did a a piece of music, and in keeping with the uh, Saint fourteen theme, sort of. Kind of. Uh, I think there might be more of a tether uh, between Saint 14 and this piece of music than there is between uh, the current storyline and the Vault of Glass. And um, this piece is called Corridors of Time. Well, it's actually, um, there's several bits of music that occur when you went into the Corridors of Time uh, mission. And I forget what what season was that in. Um, what season was that? Was that the sundial season? That thou all season that happened? of dawn, huh? Season of dawn, yeah. I yeah, think it, it was the season of dawn. It was all and one season. Who can all forget? Well, uh, who can forget the crazy puzzle? The you know the hexagon puzzles that were going on with that insane certainly not the people working on it no i think probably glad uh, still has nightmares uh, <laughs> and probably hears this music in his head all and the who time. even wears that emblem anymore <laughs> i know oh i'm pulling it out today <laughs> um so yeah this is uh from the quarters of time there's several pieces of music that you hear in there and this one is entitled deep storage Uh, Let's give it a listen.
Okay, a little, a little um, original soundtrack there from Destiny 2, in particular music that you hear when in the quarters of Time Mission, which I hope comes back someday because that space was so cool. Um, and, uh, of course, the uh, music there is credited, uh, the compositions credited to uh, Michael Salvatore, Sky Lewin, uh, C. Paul Johnson, uh, Rodin Moav, and uh, Peter Schlosser. And um, incidentally, uh, Rodin Moav, I, I did a little research on him, and um, he has been an integral part of the um, composing team for the music of Destiny 2 since about Forsaken, as far as I could tell, maybe even earlier than that. Um but he has an amazing website, which we'll link to in the description below. It's really interactive and cool. I would suggest uh, going there. And just a little background, he's an Israeli composer uh, who does uh, work for video games, film, and television. He's composed original scores for various films in Israel and the U.S. and um, around the globe. Uh, his most recent works... Uh, include uh, work for Bungie, uh, composing or co-composing the original scores of Destiny, Rise of Iron. Okay, so a little earlier than Forsaken. That goes back to Destiny 1. And, of course, throughout Destiny 2. Uh, check him out. And um, I will also link to uh, Prometheus, uh, where I uh, who ha has a great original soundtrack, Destiny 2 original soundtrack channel that uh, I will also link in the description below. Great source of uh, tunes there that uh, he and his buddies conjure up and um, post for all to enjoy. I think that wraps it up for this this podcast, this, uh, this week's episode, um, episode 34. Um, but before we say goodbye, we're just going to do a quick check-in. Uh, anybody have any non-Destiny media consumption, some NDMC to share before we sign off? No? Um, I've been really um, loving St. Vincent's newest album. It's called Daddy's Home. St. Vincent's? Oh, I, I like okay. her. I, I'd like to take that. Yeah, definitely give it a listen. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I think Funny Bone actually gave me uh, a um, CD of hers w with a, a coll collaboration with David Byrne that was amazing. That was so. actually me who uh, gave you that album. Oh, that was you? <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was really I good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did very much so. With, uh, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I... Soul Time and I um, watched Ant-Man continuing our Marvel Universe movie and um, it was surprisingly good. We were like, I like really enjoyed it. I loved the whole uh, comedy tongue-in-cheek aspect of it. Um, just We love Paul Rudd. We love yeah, Paul Rudd and we, <laughs> and we love Greg Turkington as well. Yes, his uh, cameo. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so good. He was, yeah. he was the Baskin so Robbins manager. That's a perfect, perfect role I for him. 
I think there's extended uh, <laughs> cut of that on YouTube, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, I'll have to oh, check it there? out. Well, yeah. I might have just we'll have been re-watching it on YouTube and laughing. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. So we enjoyed that. And we um, picked back up our Doctor Who obsession and uh, are checking out the newer... Season what eight. season was it? Season 8. Yes, um, we with... started, which is where... Um, Chris Eccleson uh, had departed in the newer, a newer, not the most recent Doctor oh, Who version. Wait a minute. It was, there, were, there were quite a few actors iteration. between Christopher Eccleston <laughs> and uh, Peter Capaldi, I think. <laughs> quite a few there. Yeah. To, you know, I don't uh, know. Yeah. So at any rate. Uh, <laughs> For one. <laughs> Next month, Tool Times new pod on Doctor Who. Doctor Who podcast. Oh, gosh. I'm I'm sure it's one of a million, right? Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, dipped our toe back in with those. So, watched a few um, episodes of it. It was quite good. Yeah, that was was great. Um, I'm trying to think. uh, What else have we been up to? Not really that much, honestly. I got something I got I'm a, I'm up to. I'm What's into that? Season 2 of Amphibia has dropped on uh Disney Plus. Amphibia. And it's a okay. Amphibia. There are a lot of amphibians. It's, yeah, it's a magical frog world. Human trapped in a magical frog world show. Okay. Great that little uh, animation. Yep. Um, also, Soul Time, you created a character oh. on a new video game. Yeah, Elder night. Scrolls Online. Figure I've got Game Pass now. Whoa. Might as well uh, dip my toes in that. As they say. Well, we had <laughs> the title of this episode Toe Dipping. <laughs> yeah, Elder Scrolls Online. Toe dipping. Uh, you know, it's been so long. You know what prompted me is somebody posted a a timeline of the Elder Scrolls games and showed how um, long it's been since they put out something since Skyrim. And then I thought, well, you know, that's where Elder Scrolls Online has been out. And uh, so the universe has been around and been in the video game world. It's just not recognized as sort of the same, you know, it's a, it's an MMO RPG instead of sort of an action-adventure, sort of uh, first-person action-adventure type thing. Yeah, it was a long time coming. I mean, you have pretty much, I mean, at least since Morrowind uh, had a character and had long obsessions with... Oh, sure. Yeah. The, Shoot, you know what? Universe. So. What? Skyrim Who can forget our um, Skyrim I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, uh, Green Stego. Could you say that again? This November, Skyrim turns 10. Yeah, it's hard to which believe. Which also means... Yeah. Which also means uh, that... The Skyrim um, Thanksgiving? I will never forget. That was amazing. That was so yeah. much fun. It was about Sitting in a hotel ago. room, creating characters. Wow. I, for- I, I think we have Skyrim, to have another... But I enjoyed it in the background. Thanksgiving this November. Yeah. I created a character, but I didn't really go very far with it. But I enjoy watching it. I I enjoyed watching it through school time. 
was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I think that's it. And I think that's it for uh, episode 34. Yeah. All right. 34. Um, Like to uh, thank everybody for tuning in. And and Funny Bone, thanks for hanging out with us in the chat today. We really appreciate that. Um, So I would say uh, you can find us here every other Saturday at 11 a.m. on YouTube live. And... uh, stop by and say hello or you can check out the channel and see some past broadcasts you can also listen to the audio version of this uh anytime on any podcast platform of your choice and uh we do have a slight social media presence on twitter at this point so you can find us on twitter as well just search for paracasual destiny podcast or um at paracasual p is where uh is what our moniker is over on that platform um so from me sewell time and from the whole gang here uh, romance girl green stego and sally bug as well as our extended family and clan uh thank you from the bottom of our hearts and we will see you in episode 35 in two weeks bye